Technology begot 24-7 connectivity, which created 24-7 information, which eliminated any time to think, ponder, and prepare. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone. It's for seekers, people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are going to show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're going to learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life and one day a better world. What's the difference between a child and a grown-up other than physical and physiological maturity? Most would argue that the immaturity of children includes matters of the intellect and emotion. The kids have developing but still limited capacities in certain essential grown-up areas. That they lack critical thinking skills. They struggle with understanding the concept of things like a moral compass. And they're pretty much wrapped up in their own little worlds and how they can get other kids to like them. Kids aren't keen on doing homework. They aren't interested in understanding the deeper meaning of things. And they certainly aren't willing to make sacrifices like eating their vegetables. Kids want it, whatever it is, their way. Sound familiar? But you do know I'm not really talking about kids. I'm actually talking about the actions and the behaviors of our governmental leaders and sometimes even ourselves. Yep, ourselves. I think a large percentage of us are acting like kids. It's my belief that the walls and foundation of U.S. society are being eroded by an alarming immaturity of thought, of action, and inaction. An immaturity fueled by technology and what may be the late stage unintended consequences of a capitalist-led democracy and globalization. Sure, it's easy to pick on or about to exit president as both the cause and the effect of all this, but I'm afraid it's much more complicated than that. So even when old 45 checks out, it's highly likely that the dysfunction and our collective childlike ways will remain. The only way to change that likely outcome is to first understand the cause. And the way I see it, the kitty cause is at least twofold, technology and globalization. I'm not suggesting that either was or is bad, but rather that they both brought with them some debilitating, unhealthy, unintended consequences. Think about it. Technology begot 24-7 connectivity, which created 24-7 information, which eliminated any time to think, ponder, and prepare. The new measure of success is now speed and quantity over quality. And with that came the rise of user-generated content, which is arguably the forerunner to fake news. Now anybody can write anything and share it with everybody, whether it's true, thoughtful, and helpful or not. In fact, it's the silliest stuff that seems to get the most play. Sounds remarkably like what happens on the playground at recess. Technology also blew away our weekends. More specifically, we went from a world of work-life segregation in the industrial age, when reading, considering, and having quiet time after work was the norm, to a world of work-life integration, what I'll call the hyper-information age, when not drowning in information and transactions is the 24-7 goal. Who has the time to think? Ours is now a childlike existence. One of the most insidious aspects of our technology-centric 24-7 information-sharing world is that it puts everything we say and do under the comparison microscope. 
we are all now constantly checking our pages and posts to see how many people liked what we had to say and de facto liked us. It's remarkably like being asked to the prom or voted homecoming queen. Technology has also enabled intellectual and moral cliques, cliques that now appear to include the media. We're back to the playground and the cool kids hanging out by the tetherball. We only consume the content that aligns with what we already believe. So how can we possibly broaden our beliefs? And what the hell happened to the fourth estate? Weren't they supposed to be the principal or at least the hall monitor? As technology has contributed to our childlike ways, so too has globalization. And again, I'm generally a fan of both, but you have to recognize the damage done. In a nutshell, globalization has created a more level playing field. And when that happens, some percentage of adults get scared and start acting like little kids because they know that a level playing field will expose their own vulnerabilities or reveal what they should have done long ago to be able to compete today. So instead of owning up, they get vocal, they get fearful, and they get frantic. And their actions roll up into something called nationalism or populism. And then they want to win the game by cheating the other players. Sound familiar? Globalization has also lulled us into a false sense of understanding. It has been a distraction of sorts from the truth of our own country and the realization that as much as our coasts are thriving, the center of America is in decay. It's back to us acting like little kids. If we're getting straight A's and can have as much ice cream as we want, what could possibly be wrong with the rest of the class? Finally, globalization has also brought something with it that is oddly problematic and that is general economic stability and a lack of shared adversity. In order for a diverse country like ours to come together, we need a unifying force, and the best force is adversity. These United States have been most united after the World Wars, the Great Depression, and for a few weeks after 9-11. In order for the kids to become grown-ups, to be able to look beyond our own selfish needs and worries, to move away from the superficial to the material, to embrace the good of the whole as our own, we need an adversary, a playground bully. And it turns out we got one. But over the last four years, that bully didn't unite us. He divided us because half the class wanted his protection. Fundamentally, we all need to go back to school. We need to reset the expectations of ourselves as adults. We need to hold up the moral compass as the primary motivator of our actions. We need to hold each other accountable for studying the issues and understanding the pros and cons of every major policy option. We need to force our way out of the 24-7 information miasma and find time to think, to ponder, and debate. And we need to elect leaders that we do more than believe in. We need to elect leaders we actually understand. Last, but perhaps most importantly, we need to look at how we are educating each other. The divide and the misunderstanding we see in the United States today is fundamentally an indictment of our education system, both at school and at home. We have simply not invested enough. And in doing so, we have failed them and we have failed each other. We need to examine every aspect of how a child in America today becomes a grown-up how they are given or not given the opportunity to develop the requisite skills 
and essential sensibilities in order to both achieve a decent life, but also contribute back to the collective good of our nation. If we want the problems of today to go away, we have to change the source code. We must build a better system that not only helps our kids become grown-ups, but as importantly, helps them remain grown-up. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work, and you find what I have to say helpful, you can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons that are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.